Patrick Hooch from the Carlton Footy Club. You listen to the Coaches Panel. Dane Zorko here from the Brisbane Lions. Jason Johannesson from the Western Bulldogs. Luke Parker here from the Sydney Swans. It's Rory Sloan here from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Max Warren, Melbourne Football Club. This is Nat Fife from the Fremantle Footy Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Gosh, we are getting close to the halfway marker of the 50 most relevant. Hello, friends. It's MJ from the Coaches Panel. I hope you're well, and today, number 27 on the top 50. I've got as Elliot Yo. Is he too high for you? Is he a little bit low? Or are you like, mate, what are you even doing? Why is he on the list? We're going to talk about that and plenty of other stuff as well. Joining me on this episode, good friend of the coaches panel. If you play Supercoach, seriously, you've got to be following the great work that this man and the team does behind the scenes. It's the Phantom. Hello, mate. How are you? MJ, pleasure to be here once again. I can't believe we're back. It's already almost the end of January and your top 50 is halfway through, I think. So very excited, but it's crazy how quickly time has gone. It goes very, very quickly. And towards the back end of this week too, today, just a couple of days out from Australia Day for us, um, is we're getting real close now. Supercoach opening, I think it's... Thursday, is that right? I think it's like the 28th or something like that. 29th, somewhere around correct. there. Yep. Okay. So. That is correct. So not far away. So yeah, obviously when we go to our Supercoaches, can cut picking their team and then we're straight into the, the big part of the KFC Supercoach preseason. It's an exciting part of it. And the good news too is you've got Supercoach Gold. Normally you kind of lose all your preseason planning. Uh, this year, it just rolls straight in for you. So you don't have to re-pick your squad again if you've been doing it since the middle of December. All right, let, let's talk about this West Coast midfielder. Last year, probably not his best year, but there's reasons for it. But still, some pretty handy scores for us. In that other format of AFL Fantasy and Dream Team, his best score last year was a 104, while in Supercoach, it was a 121 against the Swans. Still a fair way off his career-high score in that form of Supercoach. It was a 150 against the Gold Coast Suns all the way back in 2018, while it's a 150 in AFL Fantasy against uh, the Crosstown Rivals in 2017. In that format of AFL Fantasy, he's going to be priced at an average of 71.2 or using the adjusted average that they're doing, which is right on 89 points a game. While in Supercoach, 89.9, that is what he's going to be setting you back at. And he's priced as cheap as he's been for a really long time, $483,000. In fantasy, a little bit under six hundred and eighty dollars and just under $660,000 in Dream Team. And Phantom, if you found yourself owning Elliot Yo at different parts of the season, you would have been equally just loving life and equally frustrated. It was just one of those years that it didn't get all together for Elliot, did it? It didn't, and... I was one of those owners jumped on after his slow start to the year. We'll get to, uh, to why that was the case um, a bit later. But I jumped on. He had posted good scores, but then we know he, he missed the, you know, the eight or ten matches of the season with those with that groin issue, which is a big concern going into 2021 too. But we know how good um, a score he is. We know how high his ceiling is. But um, a lot of different issues, as you mentioned, uh, in 2020, the hub life, Tim Kelly's addition, the injury is obviously the big one as well. So talk about that price. Price an average of 90, 483K mm-hmm. in KFC Supercoach. That is the figure that him well and truly on the watch list. And some people are probably trying to forget about him or um, push him to the side because of what happened last year. But we can't ignore that price. No, that, that's incredible value. We look into the scoring of what he delivered for us last year, even with that heavily impacted games through injury. Um, still the five super coach tons, um, and multiple 120-plus scores. 
Only the two sub-70 scores, and we talk about this disappointing season, while injury was the reason. It was uh, osteitis pubis, which is a groin-related injury, just meant he lacked that power and that ability to cover the ground with the ease, and that's one of the great strengths of an Elliot Yo. He's using that physical frame, that athletic strength that he has to get in and out and around the ground, and it just limited his output, and we talk about this disappointing season, and yet there was really only two scores that burned us from his 10 games, so it's hard Hardly disappointing. While in Dream Team and Fantasy, average of 71, just the one ton in that format. That's an adjusted average of 89. Six scores between 67 and 80. Again, not great, but in the shortened game time, unlike Supercoach, they didn't wait the game time as they normally would. So that's why you're seeing in that format of the game a lot of lower scores. But if you look beyond just 2020 Phantom, he's shown for years and years that he's this durable 105, 106, 107 sort of scorer. And he doesn't really have this history of missing too many games. So it, can we just say that 2020 was an outlier? Or is there some trends here that super coaches need to start getting a bit more concerned about? I think we can be hopeful. Uh, the history is good. Um, obviously, of his durability over the years and his scoring. You know, as you mentioned, price an average of 90 this year, 108 in KFC Supercoach in the past two seasons. So he's yeah, an 18-point value if, you, if you're looking at it that way. Concerning the osteitis pubis, um, we know clubs don't like to use that term, but that is what he's struggling with. We have just over a week and a half ago, or mm. a couple of weeks now, in, when the Eagles returned in January, um, Eagles coach Adam Simpson said, you know, he's ticking all the boxes, he's advancing every week, they haven't had a hiccup um, in his rehab yet, but still he was only on running duties. He hadn't, at that point, um, even turned to change of direction in his running, so He's on track for a return early in the season, but it's still pretty slow going. And we know how good they are. We know they're going to go deep again. Mm. They're not going to rush him back, especially with that type of injury. If it, leave, if it flares up slightly over the preseason, they'll put him back on ice. So it is a big concern. I think if he can get over it, then and he can string a few games together, I think um, we should be pretty confident he can, he can return to that scoring best. But the concern for me at this stage is, yeah, when do we see him? Yeah, and, and how, how much we can have confidence in that as well. Because if he does get back on the park and on the field and towards his best, it, I'm really comfortable to, to see him based off what he did in 2019 and 2018 through that midfield role. Uh, then he's kind of that 105 guy. You look at his super coach numbers in 2019, an average of 107, 12 tons, five over 120, and just two scores under 80 all year. Pretty similar in 2018. He played 22 games that year. A 107 average, 15 tons, seven over 120, while in Dream Team and AFL Fantasy in those two years. A 106 average in 2018, 14 tons, 6 over 120. 102 in 2019 was his seasonal average, 11 tons, 4 over 130. He's got a super coach a conversion rate of games to hundreds at 60% over the past three seasons. Not a bad effort in 53 games. Uh, while it's just a little bit under that in Dream Team and Fantasy, it's around about 50 and Phantom, because he's not that 110 guy, at least he's never shown that. He he doesn't seem to be that guy that can rival it with your Neils, your Kellys, your McCrays, these sort of guys. I suppose that does give us confidence as we head into the season, even if he's not right for round one, is he still going to present us some value? Because if he can get off into a hot start, whether that be round one or mid-season, we're getting this underpriced guy who's got the potential to be probably inside that top 10 to 20 midfielders for average. And while that's not, you know, everyone's going 115, we're loving it. It's still pretty handy as maybe an M7 or M8. 
Absolutely. And just going back, you mentioned he's not in that top echelon of guys. He, he, he might not ever join it. We know um, he was a number one ranked player for Clangers per game yeah. last year. And that, you know, that's negative points in KSC Supercoach. That's holding him back. But I guess that 108 point average in the previous two years we've spoken about just shows he does so much else else well. A ranked second in clearances per game last year as well. We know how he, he good he is at the contest. He marks well around the ground and can get forward too. So the clangers is, is the is yeah. the area of his game that does hold his back from that elite premium scoring. But you're right, M seven M eight, just four eighty K allows you to spend the sixty, seventy K, even hundred K some of those top guys elsewhere. Um, so it's in, in terms of value goes, it's it's a terrific um a pick, like you mentioned, if we do see him in round one. And even if you do start with him in M4 and M5, you've got to think long-term because yeah. that's where you're going to push him. You're going to push him to M7 and M8. And he can average between 105 and 110. Um, he's a pretty solid team, I think, come second half of the year. Yeah, and if the matchup's right, he does give you a vice-captaincy option. You talked about some of that ceiling that he possesses. There's multiple, as you heard just before, multiple 120-plus scores. There was seven of them in Supercoach back in 2018 over that amount. There was five over that in 120. So pretty much every second ton he gets uh, across all formats of the game, he's delivering you captaincy or vice-captaincy loophole type option. So while he's not in the Gorn and the Neil territory of perma-captain, he is someone, if the matchup is right, if he's got that opportunity, he can be someone you look at. You touch on this interesting point, though, Phantom, looking at value. It's hard to get these all these amount of big boys that we want to get. We, we might want the three L's of Lockie Whitfield, Lloyd, and Laird down back. We might want one of or two of Grundy and Gorn through the, through the rucks, and, and then we look at Neils and Olivers and Kellys and it's hard to fit everybody in. It because of that is someone like a Yo, just that perfect candidate of he's go he's close enough his value or or can we are we starting to dilute the quality of our side if we're looking for too many of these value types such as Yo or earlier mentions in the fifty most relevant like Patrick Cripps. It's a oh, it's a big question, isn't it? We we all love the mid prices. We like that mid range guys, Casey super coaches and fancy players all around the country like to hunt for value. They like to pick the next breakout or the, the player that can average a 10 to 15 um, extra on top of the previous season. We know Elliot Yo is a good player. I think what really putting them people off is the injury yeah. late last year and the slow start to pre-season. But um, I think he's one, he's proven. There's a lot of guys in the mid-price bracket who probably aren't proven um, to the same degree, haven't got that big sample size which we've seen from Elliot Yo consistently over the years. So I think myself included probably sort of putting him um, you know, out of my mind a little bit too much and he's probably been forgotten about a little bit too much. And if he comes out and he's playing, at least if he's playing in the preseason, yeah. if he's not scoring well, I think he could continue to fly under the radar. But you've got a Matt Rao who I'm sure will pop up yeah. um, later on in the countdown 495K in case he's super coach before 12K extra. We know his ceiling is great. We know what he did last. He's only played four games though. So, you know, Elliot Yo and Matt Rao. Um, an interesting comparison, very similar price. You always got the runs on the board. Yeah, we know the potential of Rouse. So an interesting equation. I don't think you're dilating it too much with Elliot Yo. He's got more runs on the board than some of the other guys. Yeah, um, who are a bit more speculative. So an interesting one. 
One I'm not sold on just yet because of the injury. Yeah. In terms of value and the scoring samples, I think it's definitely there. Absolutely. Look, you've got to monitor his preseason, that is for sure. What is his workload that he's getting from the club? Does he play through the preseason community series? Um, and ultimately, is he right for round one? The good news is, even if he's not someone that's locked away into your starting squad, definitely needs to be a, a potential upgrade target during the year that comes in at some potential value for us. Who knows? An injury might struck for you at some point. Maybe you run the gauntlet and go up and pick his crosstown rival in Nat Fife and need that extra 100 or so K to all of a sudden fix up another position. So at some point in the year, you're going to find yourself considering Elliot Yo if he's fit and if he's getting back towards what we've seen over the past couple of years, that is for sure. Before we let you go, Fan, we always talk about where we should draft these guys. And it's a difficult one because right now in Supercoach, He's actually, by average, he's ranked outside the top 50 midfielders. Um, And and so he's probably, historically, would be an M3. Um, You know, someone that you'd be maybe looking to pick in the fourth or fifth round of a a KFC Supercoach draft. But he's dropping a little bit for it. It, That's, again, some potential values. Where would you be looking to kind of pick him up in a draft? Very, very interesting prospect in KFC Supercoach draft for those reasons you mentioned and... Your players in your league might be overlooking him because of that, because how far he's down the list and because we haven't seen him play for a little while with that injury. And Even if he misses the first two or three games, we know most fancy coaches um, around the competition um, want their players and fair enough to be playing around one. So if Adam Simpson Eagles come out you know, mid-February and say, yo, he's going to miss the first month of the season, then he might drop even further. But he's one to definitely keep an eye on and you're still not going to go waypoint of the draft. He might not be your three and third and fourth round, which you might have been the previous years, but even in round six or seven, I think you pick yourself up a nice little bargain, get some depth on your midfield bench um, in the later rounds, and then you know, if you've got Elliot Yo coming in your third or fourth spot in the midfield, potentially round five or six, depending on what happens with the injury, then you'd be laughing. Yeah, I think if, gosh, if he's your M5, M6 on draft day, um, you're just thinking, oh, I've already won the draft. I reckon you're right. There's leagues yep. where he'll go that late, and there'll be some. There'll be someone that's just a super bullish West Coast supporter or has loved owning him for previous years that might jump early at that M3 sort of position again. Probably a little early in all formats of the game this year, especially with those injury question marks, but uh, I think at some point in time, he's going to deliver some great value for money, whether it be in the draft formats of the game or the classic formats of the game. Hey, Phantom, appreciate your work today as we talked about Elliot Yo. Pleasure, MJ. Thanks for having me back on. If uh, you want to go check out the article on Elliot or any of the other players revealed so far in the 50 most relevant, it is online now for you at coachespanel.tv. All the links too for where you can check out some of the great work from the Phantom. We've put that in this article. Make sure you're following him and the rest of the team across social media on Facebook and Twitter. Tomorrow we hit the number 26 player of the 50 most relevant. And if you want to get the podcast right now, 24 hours ahead of the pack, you can join our Patreon supporter group and get early access to that podcast and a bunch of other exclusive content all online for you now at coachespanel.tv. We'll chat to you tomorrow with another player of the 50 Most Relevant Revealed.